Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Salutations. Hello. Are you ready to go back to the 1970s? To the, to the past. Yeah. <laughs> to play the shady games that suck ass. Yeah? Yeah, Guitar Hero. This, Let me tell this you. Is, we're listening to the Angry Video Game Nerd album. Uh-huh. He's, Maybe he's, that's your twisted pick that's coming in two episodes. It's like, been got, hanging over me like the sword of Damocles. I, can't I don't know. He's got some hits. Like if you go deeper into his his discography, some of the yeah, B-sides, I'm sure. I'm so. sure the shit pickle rap album is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I literally have never watched Angry Video Game Nerd or the other guy who does like the same thing. I think. Did he see? Uh, oh, the guy who like who's sort of like doing the like the the like evolutionary progenitor to the soy face. Like the, <laughs> yes. the nostalgia critic, like he was the first yeah, guy yeah, to like yeah. his jaw. Yeah, him. I never. I don't know. I I feel like it's weird because during that time, like I was posting on forums nonstop. Um. Yeah, I was which, too scared of something awful, but I was on. I was on forums, which ma- which makes you think like, okay, there would be some overlap. But no, I don't know what the fuck. I was. I guess I was just playing World of Warcraft nonstop all day. Um, I was watching like Philip DeFranco be like, "Damn, the news is crazy." And I was uh-huh, like, yeah, "Yeah, that's so true, man." I love. Well, yeah, I, love- I get my comedy from 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 the fucking Fox News, and I get my news from the comedy website. Damn. Holy shit, I'm 12 years old, and this is so true. <laughs> Holy shit. I, Anna and Nancy Wilson don't know about any of that shit. No, thank goodness. We're we're talking about Dreamboat Annie by heart today, which was their first album. It's nuts this is their first album. They did that shit. They really did. <laughs> they, they, said, they said, Wilson sisters, girls can never go hard rock in 1975, and they said, bet. They said, check this. Here's the riff from Crazy on You. Eat shit. Die yeah. right now. That was pretty. And then somebody was like, I need to invent video games so that we can make Guitar Hero 2. And exactly. It. Uh-huh. Was, it on, was it on one or two? It was on. I don't know if it was on one as well, but I can I can confirm that it was on two because that's where I learned about them. And OK, that was it is my... Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero 2. Yes. OK. It was on the uh, the sixth. Mm, Barracuda was Relentless riffs. Barracuda was on three. OK. Yeah, it was in the on the PS2, which is you know I played the Xbox 360 a little bit. It had Dead My Chemical Romance in it, but the mm-hmm. original PS2 lineup on Relentless Rifts it was one of the harder ones. Mm-hmm. It also had Stone Temple Pilots tripping on a pole on a paper heart, which is a skip for me. I hate that song. Yeah, Stray Cats Rock This Town, which I feel like is maybe one of your least favorite songs. Just I feel like I feel like you would get very mad at me it, if I was so, in the car with you, and I was like, let me let's let me put you on this new shit. It was fun to play in the game, but it's a terrible song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almond Brothers Jessica, which is good. Jessica goes nuts. Jessica, and then Jane's it. Addiction stop. Pretty good category. Yeah, um, not so. bad. Not bad. And then you go into like the Mega Death Satan area, and it's like exactly. This is scary. Yeah. I now play, now heart. now spend twelve minutes playing One by Metallica. Enjoy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> me when I get to the solo. Ah! Help! <laughs> yeah, me playing for uh, Buckethead Jordan on hyperspeed. It's like I feel like I was very. Like, there was a certain point when I was like, okay, I'm pretty good at Guitar Hero. Like, I'm not going to get 100%, but I can get five stars on most songs. Sure. And then when I got to Jordan, I was like, that's not happening. All right, let's just clear it. <laughs> yeah. And move on. It's just so hard because you get 62% of the way in and it just becomes bullshit. So you play exactly. 62% of the song perfectly every time. Yeah. And then and it just then, it becomes uh, it becomes woke. It's just woke nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, this was your pick. Um. But what did you think of it? 
I liked it. I um I I picked it because I was like I. I don't know that I have like the. It's been a busy couple weeks at work, and uh, mm-hmm. things are going on, and I'm like, I, I don't know that I want to punish me and my friends' brains. What if we mm-hmm. had like a nice album that I think will be pretty good and short? Yeah, let's just listen to something that's good for once, like regular Let me good. To something that's good and can like give me something to talk about with my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I did, and yeah, now uh, I now mm-hmm. I now I can talk about something other than just Which, like I don't know. Yeah, I feel I'm like... definitely jogging right now for sure. If I feel like if I did the same thing and was like forced to talk to my mother for some reason and I was like, hey, mom, tell me like an album that you enjoy from your from your youth. She'd give me some like Gloria Estefan shit, which yeah, could sure. be, which could be a good episode. But I don't know if, if I'm going to do the conga for, for like 52 minutes. You know sure. I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Maybe you're, also... you're made of flesh and bone. There's only so much that you can do. I feel like my dad would give us something crazy. Like. I'd be like, hey, dad, we do a, you know, one for one of our podcasts is music. Do you have anything you give us? He'd give us, he'd be like, have you boys ever heard of Boz Skaggs? It's yeah. like, yes. My beloved but... son, could you please listen to the Eminem show by Eminem? <laughs> yeah, my favorite album. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dad. Just I for played you, it but... in the maternity ward when you were born. I think. <laughs> yeah. Asking, asking my dad for now, be like, all right, you got to give us at least $5 for that one, dad. Like you got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but here's my Venmo pop. Or he's just like, you know, the new Caroline Polachek is really good. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing down there? <laughs> yeah, I've been getting into like some some post COVID singer songwriter girlies. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm bumping I'm bumping that boy genius every day. You know, they won a bunch of awards. Yes, sir. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, this is Dreamboat Annie, which came out came out in 1976 and is their first album, which I still because it's usually when. With a band like this one, it's like, oh, I know, like, three of these songs. Usually figure it's somewhere, like, in the middle of their career. Yeah, usually it's not, like, the first three tracks in their <laughs> debut album. Yeah, but they, they really went straight forward and did that. Um, yeah, they did that shit. Want to get into it? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it. First, we have Magic Man, um, which, you know, is is about getting with the guy and being like, this is the man of my dreams, and he's going to take me out of this this, you know, backwoods town. This is about that. having that absolutely nasty, kinky 1975 sex. Uh, I, I, that's good. Like, it's good to have, <laughs> talk about having sex in 1975, but also I would have appreciated it if it was about a wizard. Yeah, it tricks you. Like, yeah, never, uh, never seen Eye So Blue. That could be just, you know, a handsome, like, dashing guy with his chest hair coming out. Or it could be someone who has mastered the arcane arts. Yeah, this like, had nothing to do with the Channing Tatum movie that we just watched called Magic Man. Magic, I really that thought was, that they would be connected. That was that, that that was his name in the movie was Man. Um, but they uh-huh. had to change it. It, it was, his name was the, Michael Mann. It was in the original <laughs> screenplay. He was Michael Mann, and they said we have to change that for two reasons. Um, <laughs> so so then we got Magic Mike instead, which is still pretty good. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I do like that on on um the Heartheads on here have have some notes for a couple couple tracks on the album not um not every single one mainly no hits. most we're probably I don't mean to be rude but we're probably mm. the only two Heart fans that use the computer exactly um does it does it um change your opinions on the song at all to find out that it's it's woke bullshit. Oh, no, really? Because it says this is about Anne's relationship with the band's original guitarist, Mike Fisher, who during the Vietnam War, she followed him to Canada where he wouldn't get drafted. Oh, I know. Yeah, but at least so, they tell you what you're going to get up front. You know, you're going to get some some uh, was, 15 minute city nonsense or whatever. While we're talking about 
getting horny for Michael Fisher. Mm-hmm. I clicked on the first annotation, and I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to. I hope he's not. I hope he's not listening. This dude looks exactly like Michael Dukakis. I th- I really thought he, he'd look kind of different. I can I have can I have a a, a hot take? Can I can I say something without people getting mad? Can I say something? I feel like people like people didn't start looking good until like 1988. <laughs> I think so. Like there no, there was a brief time in between like. 19 probably like 58 and 64 where you could be when like Jimi hendrix died there was a dead zone for like 12 for like years tw- 25 years where yeah like and people then, forgot how to be hot and then in like ni- the late 80s is when it started like kicking into gear again yeah um, because it's like this is the the magic man of my dreams who's going to take me on a magic carpet ride and and fuck me s- seven ways to sunday and he looks kind of just like a regular guy with big eyebrows like yeah just, <laughs> uh, good for her yeah. you know no, my man no looks like here. Ross Perot. What about it? <laughs> I got a song about it's the first song Hart put ever put out, and it's about me, Michael. Mann. I guess it's you know you don't you know you didn't back then you know you didn't have the apps mm. you know you didn't have the you didn't have the Facebook mm-hmm. so you only saw like maybe by the time so so what Ann Wilson she was born in. 1950 so she was like 25 when this Mm -hmm. album came out she'd probably only seen like seven or eight men in her life yeah if they weren't at your school or like in your family you're not seeing that many guys it's reasonable to believe that 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 michael dukakis was the hottest man in the world yeah especially at the time like before before we lived in a strand-based society exactly (laughs) before we lived in like new jack city or whatever (laughs) um yeah um and this is about you just you just want to be be with your man and your and your mom says come home please stop fucking that man and you say i can't mom please, <laughs> please, please stop rocking it try, with the try no. to understand listen i know everything i told you about him so far you're like you're leaving me you're going off on your own you're going to a different country with the strange man he's a magic man does that change your opinion on anything yeah oh well in that case you know yeah. <laughs> enjoy yeah, please Please, my beautiful daughter, please get out of that box. He's going to saw you in half. Mother, don't worry. It's actually a trick. (laughs) He does this for work. It's fine. Yeah, he has a job. Mm -hmm. Um, I was reading about uh, verse two where, you know, she's like, winter nights, we sang it tune, played inside the months of moon. Uh, Scott Forschler, two years ago, explains this is perhaps the only reference in popular music to the rhythm method of birth control. This couple oh. is sexually passionate, but leery of the commitment of pregnancy would bring. No other. That's no so one, true. No one has ever, you know, the rhythm method. That's what everyone calls it. Yeah. Hold on, I call to, it that. I'm calling it that right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to Scott Forchler's page right now because he looks to be like 60 years old. And I was trying to see. Okay. He's a big, he's a big hearthead. He's talking about the guess who the pretenders eagles. So, you know, that's cool. He does have a, in Life in the Fast Lane, he annotated, there's a line that says, uh, she held him up and he held her for ransom. Uh, yeah, Scott sure. starts his annotation with, to hold someone up is to rob them of their money, often at gunpoint. And then it goes on for like another paragraph, so. Mm. Um, Ooh, he wrote something in, in the Hotel California that isn't, this is the worst song of all time. So I, I, I'm no longer rocking with Scott, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he added a suggestion to his song in Vera by Pink Floyd. Sorry, V killer tofu, but in Latin, Vera means truth, not hope or faith. Wow. Damn, that's so true. <laughs> All right, come thank you, Scott. Yeah, come on um, the show, Scott. What do you got going on? Yeah. This is, um, the last thing I want to say about Magic Man is that, uh, this is, to me, this is the song that is, like, the 
like quicksand karaoke song. Because when you think about it, you think that it's going to be a good song to, to do in karaoke style, but it's but such then a half, long instrumental. Halfway through, it's just like, and you're yeah. like, all right. <laughs> one of my first college karaoke nights, one of my one of my colleagues went up there and was like, I'm going to do Magic Man. And I was like, and it was a great performance, but it was like two minutes of just doing like the Ashley Simpson jump around stage. Like wiggle kind of, yeah. Waiting for Anna Nancy to come back in. You get that, you get that shit. It says like instrumental 28 bars and you're like, all right, well. Yeah, like only the I is, is like filled in at that point and it's not. <laughs> Not, yeah. N isn't even like starting to get colored in yet. It's not uh, good. Uh-huh. Good song though. Good it's a good song. Good. I like it. It's one of my favorite heart songs, probably. Next we have Dreamboat Annie parentheses fantasy child close parentheses. Um something I didn't realize about this album called Dreamboat Annie is roughly 30% of it track wise is Dreamboat Annie. I have to really, uh, yeah, I came back to a, this a lot that like 30% of the album does seem to be Ann Wilson trying to uh, like establish a nickname. Yeah, Which who I could she? Really who could she cool. be? Yeah, like let's like it seems like she's trying to like it's if I put out my you know my conscious hip hop album mm-hmm. and three of the tracks were called like the Canopy Manatee. Yeah, reprise. Interlude. Yeah, Doctor mm-hmm. Crossfire, Fantasy Child. Hey, you know, um, it could still keep the same like cadence if the album was called Dreamboat Nancy. Can we go with that? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels a little. Just look, hey, what about Magic Mike? No, that's going to yeah. be something Shut else. up, Michael. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up and fuck me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about Dreamboat Annie going out and, and being nice in the world. This one is not about fucking, if you can believe it. This one, yeah. this is kind of like we're, we're going back into the sort of Vashti Bunyan sort of. Uh, this is about, this is some I miss the village green shit. Yeah, which, you know, you got to pepper that in into getting getting fuck nasty style like you gotta yeah because in 1975 you do have like your record player Mm -hmm. but you also like do like go down to the village square and you pull up like a your well water bucket for the day Mm -hmm. and you like you help you help farmer fran collect all of her chickens in the coop and everything like that you're still doing that shit yeah yeah yeah. Uh uh-huh so you got you got to have that little bit of slice of life in there, but it's like a minute. It's a little acoustic. It's about Annie being like spinning in the wilderness and so on. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out why my notes at this point are talking about barefoot and pregnant. Um, maybe it's it's kind of you're just um that's what Annie Dreamboat Annie was doing in the woods. Like that's how she was walking through. Because oh was... sorry sorry sorry. Okay, this is from this was a this was an this I put this in the wrong place. This is a Magic Man annotation because when I was mm. trying to explain, I was trying to understand what Come on Home Girl meant. Mm-hmm. Um. Ann Wilson explained that uh, her mother thought that she was going to end up barefoot and pregnant and would come crawling back home and all that. So I looked mm. up. I was like, I don't know that I was like, I don't know that I'd ever, I'd ever heard that term barefoot and pregnant. Like at first I was like, is that, isn't that like a, like an FX show? I was going to say, that's like a, re- show? that's one of those two season reality shows that just kind of passed us by barefoot and pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was mm. watching ABC's Cavemen sitcom mm-hmm. back in mm-hmm. 2009 and then barefoot and pregnant came on. Um, And I did just want to share with our audience that there is a picture of a barefoot and pregnant wife on the Wikipedia page for barefoot and pregnant. It has its own page. It has its own page. It's Mm -hmm. a figure of speech most commonly associated with the idea that women should not work outside the home and should have many children during the reproductive years. Mm. I'm always asking my barefoot and pregnant wife, can I put you on Wikipedia for something real quick? (laughs) hey 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 stop taking a piss we're in the middle of the reproductive years all right one second yeah. So that's what a uh, fantasy child. It's, it's about the fantasy of having a child with a barefoot wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Crazy on You, which is Crazy yes, on sir. You by Heart. 
This song goes so nuts, dude. It's so good. Like, it's crazy on you, but come on. Just the in- just the instrumental intro, like, every time it changes to a new riff, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite part. It's, it's so fucking hard to play. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, just when I have the five buttons, it's hard to play. I can't imagine it with six strings. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta, you gotta play it with, with the pick and, like, one of your extra fingers, and that's really hard for me to do. Oh yeah! As soon as shit. as soon as the guitar, as soon as the 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 like instructions go from uh, chords to tabs, I say, well, that's just not realistic. I'm I'm just gonna skip out on this one. Um, even that the 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 like acoustic intro is just it's so simple, but the down 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 it's so good. It's really um, good, and it's a song about hopping on that dick. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> It's I remember about spinning like I, a fucking whirly bird on it. I remember when I like when I was younger in the Guitar Hero days, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go crazy on you. I'm gonna beat you up. Real bad. <laughs> Bro, if you don't if you don't step off me right now, I'm gonna go crazy on you, nasty style. I'm gonna go crazy on that dick. Nasty I'm, right now. Brother, I'm gonna sloppy out. on you right now. <laughs> I will take you out to the barnyard right now. Uh let's see who said who added this. A spooky R says, there's nothing annotated, there's nothing left to do tonight, but go crazy on you. Uh, this indicates she wants to have sex with her lover or is having sex with her lover. <laughs> we don't know the, like, tense of this. Uh, right. It's great when you're having sex with your lover and they say, there's nothing left to do tonight. Yeah, we, we've yeah. done it all. What are you thinking about, babe? Those wings I got in the fridge, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about eating up some wings. I don't know. Yeah. I got something else to do tonight and it's I'm going to go crazy on those wings. Yeah, it's a, a chicken tendy Sunday, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I... D- <laughs> Let's see if this is still... Yep, Spooky R on the ones and twos again. And you don't need to wonder you're doing fine. And my love, the pleasure's mine. Spooky R says, she is telling her lover that he doesn't need to wonder if he is satisfying her. The phrase, the pleasure's mine, is also most likely being used as a double entendre. Pleasure is always a single entendre. Come on. like that's Nobody uses that word unless they're talking about that sick shit. Yeah, my power, my pleasure, my pain. That Mm. is, like, above... You know, I don't have any political convictions. The real reason I don't go to Chick-fil-A is because I don't like it when the cashier says my pleasure to me. My pleasure, yeah. It's a little bit like... Um, I'm like, I knew something was up, you know, mm-hmm. psychically annotation, in this, in this sort of place. Needed. I gotta hit up Spooky R and see what they meant by this. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Coldstone where they sing based music instead of saying that shit to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this deck cannot be... Yep, this is definitely not Spooky R. Poverty Flats adds one more thing for us. Um... I was a willow last night in my dream. I bent down over a clear running stream. Uh, apparently, Poverty Flat says this image evokes Alfred, Lord Alfred Tennyson's poem, The Lady of Shalott. No. Which I don't know about that. Um, I think the song is about going nasty style on your No, man. I think the song is, <laughs> if it's about any media, it's about Daenerys shitting her, bra- shitting her ass and Daenerys 10 ADWD. But. Okay, yeah, I bent down over a clear running stream, sang the song that I heard up above, and you kept me alive with your sweet flowing love. No annotation for that one. All yeah, right. that's diarrhea right there. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I looked up to, and I didn't. Drogon was screaming in the sky, and then um, I took. Yeah, a shit. when she, when she, you know, what could you call her? What she did to King's Landing, if not going crazy on them? Exactly. That's see. That was my original interpretation of the song. Yeah, there, there's nothing left to do tonight. The season's almost over. I got to go crazy on King's Landing. Yeah. So I don't like. I don't mean to be like mean to the seventies, mm-hmm. but like. So the bridge, wild man's world is crying in pain and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, genius user Kurt Applause says, you know, I think oh, the, brother. the landscape of the time and just it's what what do you do when everybody's insane? And he just lists like end of Vietnam War, end of space race, 
Two assassination attempts on President Gerald Ford. Bombing of LaGuardia Airport. LaGuardia deserves it, let's be honest. And it's, well, and like, it's, I don't know, I don't like, I don't mean to like score points on like a decade from 50 years ago, but like. Add this with the ongoing day-to-day racial communist tensions. What? Oh yeah, when when Vladimir Putin was like causing was was causing the the backlash to the Montgomery bus boycott of nineteen seventy five. Of course, he was he was out and about then. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. He was trying to divide because in nineteen here in nineteen seventy five, we're more divided than ever. We're more connected with our cell phones than we've ever been before. But we're lonely together, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. I'm I just feel like if 19th... I were living in 1975, I think I would be. If Billy Joel can put all of it in one song, then like I don't think much happened, honestly. He he covered he covered everything in that one that they didn't have to do a new one. So you know, yeah. Uh, I am looking up the 1975 LaGuardia Airport bombing to see if I need to apologize for my joke. It said it did. It, the blast killed 11 people and seriously injured 74 others. Okay, I'm so... I'm disavowing the joke. I think I, I don't think you should all have right. said that. Yeah, but we're, we're keeping it in, and then in every episode from now on, it's gonna there's gonna be like a disclaimer that is like Eddie deeply apologizes for the LaGuardia. Uh, airport yeah. <laughs> He's learning and growing every we day. We are keeping it in to show our our beliefs at the time. So Eddie is Eddie has started a a five hundred one c three charity to try to prevent airport uh airport attacks in the oh, future. Oh, the the bombing was condemned by Pope Paul the sixth. So and great. and Eddie's co host on and on and the show. and and later I did um I now <laughs> whenever I fly I just leave a hundred extra dollars on the floor at LaGuardia Airport as like a uh-huh. charitable donation. So yeah. You know. That's probably why they stopped Sam after P got meet up because they were tracking you because of your feelings about airports. They and knew as as they, yeah. saw, they saw that mood button. They were like, "Ah, uh, it's like," me. and the airports are all friends with each other, so it's like even if the Philly airport is like relatively fine. Yeah, like, airports he, are also sort of like a strand based system. Yeah, he's he's like he's talking shit about Laguardia. Get him! I'm yeah. just like, hey, they're always flying over the Mets games. Get his ass. <laughs> anyway, that's crazy on you, I guess. That's so crazy. It's about how communism and Gerald Ford was making everybody feel absolutely batty, wasn't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I did, I did just scroll down and it says, Anne felt that though the world seemed crazy and she often felt crazy. Mike kept her sane. And then in this pick of heart, Mike Fisher is on the far right. Oh, in this picture. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Not always. All right. I, I see him. I know what he looks like. Yeah. Anyway. Next we, have, Ford, huh? okay. next, next we have Soul of the Sea, which is a King Crimson ass song. Yeah, this is this is like some Oscar animated short type uh mm-hmm. types. But you know, you hear the call of the seagull in the song, and it's so true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's like do we we don't have a cowboy song on this one, but we do have like it's like kind of like a, a sailor's like, a, like lament. an epic siren song, you know? Exactly. It's about yeah, being yeah, yeah. a base to mermaid and killing your husband by making him sail over rocks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Like, you can't you can't get mad at, at sirens for doing that. It's you one know, of the like, funniest pranks you could do to somebody in like Minoan times. If you're like, oh damn, I think hold on, hold on, boys, I think I see a sexual fish woman on that rock. It's like, all right, you kind of deserve what's coming to you, you know? Yeah, I feel like you should just probably go down to your like quarters and take care of it instead of mm. like bringing everybody else along. That's. <laughs> But maybe Ahab. that's why we're so divided and alone these days, is because we don't, like, bring the homies along anymore. Ahab going down below deck and walking up, and he's completely normal for, like, the rest of the book. He's like, guys, I think we're, we're taking this a bit too seriously. Yeah, I think sorry you for, know. like, holding lightning in my hand earlier. I just really <laughs> yeah. had to crank one out real quick. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Right yeah, I just, I, I, listen, I cranked, I got, 
listen, now I know why we were chasing the sperm whale that whole time. That was kind of a metaphor for what yeah, I was Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And, um, and I feel much better and we can all go home and be friends now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my boat. Anyway. Uh-huh. It's um, a fucking good book. <laughs> Let's all read uh, Moby Dick. If you're listening to this, you mm-hmm. should read Moby Dick. It's good. You should. The, d- the big forget- brains from Futurama thought it was too hard. That's how you know that it was uh, that it was good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Queequeg is there. You yeah. got, and you there know. isn't a Mrs. Queequeg. We know that. We know that for sure. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's good if you wanna wanna learn about about what this song is about. Actually, the Soul of the Sea. It's about a big white whale that swims around, and you love it. Tom Sawyer, you tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that's a funny episode. It's really good. This is less fun than previously indicated. Duh, oh my God. We, we love the brains. We love we the brains, don't mm-hmm. we? Oh, man. So, yeah, the song's good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like, what you know, the halfway through the song when, like, that groovy guitar comes back in and she starts singing about Mama Ocean and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets the... It's, it's all about how it's nice to float in the ocean, and it's hard Mama to Ocean is one of the characters in the next Ren-based game. Uh-huh. Well. She's gonna be there. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mama Ocean is, like uh played by that like the the like the scary woman who's in all the horror movies that mm-hmm. some people on letterbox likes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. completely she's always, like, she's always like smiling and holding a, like an axe yeah, yeah and then all all of my friends rate their movies like half star and five stars at once somehow mm-hmm. i'm not watching great shit, but great friends with kojima like yeah. anytime kojima just starts retweeting like a specific actor i'm like all right they're in his next shit like, I don't know what's going on here, but... Just the other day, I thought it would be interesting to, like... Because people have... They, they collect, like, uh, like ro- all of Roger Ebert's ratings and make Letterboxd accounts about that. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you can follow it, and then, oh, every movie that Roger Ebert ever rated, I can see the rating easily. Mm-hmm. I was like, I bet somebody's done that for Kojima, and they have, but there are no ratings, and all of the reviews yeah. are just like, watch the Imaginarium of Dr. Farnassus today. <laughs> and... That's yeah, it. awesome, man. Cool. But then it'll be something like the Lego movie was a tour de force of of animated excellence. Yeah, you know, something for, like yeah. that. Kung Fu uh, Panda 3 reminded me of my youth when I was when yeah. I was eating noodles. And then, Are you seeing yeah. the fourth one when it comes out next month? I've only seen the first one. Me too. And I, I saw know. it while I was in the hospital because they had it for free. Okay. Um. So you got to get I back in the hospital. I got to get back in the hospital to watch <laughs> the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully soon. You know, that's the yeah. goal. Yeah, no, uh, if we had, uh, you know, universal health care, I'm the big brain. I'm not getting free surgeries. I'm just doing it to watch Kung Fu Panda at any time I want. Exactly. That's, that's, that's my Monkey. goal. Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> just just full of morphine, monkey. What yeah, is I'm, like? I'm, I'm clicking the nurse button as hard as I can just so I can tell them, monkey, <laughs> monkey. show me monkey. <laughs> they, they come in not to take my blood pressure but to just check if i'm still saying monkey and then if i yeah. am, just nod and walk out of the room uh-huh all right all vitals are good <laughs> we'll just check in yeah. in four hours yeah they're they're like calling next of kim and being like you should get down here now yeah he hasn't said monkey for eight for 18 minutes <laughs> things are looking grim uh not to not to scare you but we have to be realistic here uh-huh. yeah that's the shit jimmy carter's been doing in hospice for the last year <laughs> yeah I say he's like, oh, Jimmy Carter in hospice for one year, still going strong. And you look at him and he just has the exact monkey face in the image. You know, he's saying it. It's like he was like, I'm ready to go. And then he saw that that he now had free access to Kung Fu Panda every day. And that's (laughs) all he's locking on Letterboxd now. He's more active than ever. (laughs) The heart rate just levels out. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. We truly live in the greatest country in the world. <laughs> so that's what Soul of the Sea is about. Mm-hmm. It's about how um, the ocean is nice. Mm-hmm. And Dreamboat Annie, full. Dreamboat Annie, normal, maybe? Yeah, Dreamboat Annie, original. The second mm-hmm. one of the album. Mm-hmm. I really should compare these side by side and see if it just continues it or if it's like the same the same shit. Cause, it's hard to okay. say. Okay, so s- similar. Similar. In this one... um. Okay, the wind is her lover. That's still there. Little ship of dreams. That's there. Uh, well, now it's a little. Before it was ship of dreams, and now it's little ship of dreams. So the ship has gotten smaller. She's sailing away. Or Annie. Annie got real big. Like yeah, like, like she, she's like six. She's foot like, two like now. the Clifford the Big Red. But yeah. Uh huh. Um. And th- but then when she's in the city, she's sad. So that makes me think. You know. Yeah, I but, feel like. Sad faces, fa- sad faces painted over with magazine smiles. I feel like that's the fourth thing that art can be about. Like I know we mm-hmm. found, love is like a drug, your mm-hmm. penis is like a gun that blasts my cervix, and young people use cell phones. And I think the and fourth then, thing, yeah. is like the damn advertisers use Photoshop to lie about smiling. And now, now we have like our four quadrants of the of the chart. Yeah, the political put, compass. Yeah, and now we can put any song in any of those positions. Yeah, we finally, it took 140 episodes, but we cracked it. <laughs> Directly in the center is the boys are back in town. Exactly. That's, that, that's <laughs> dead center. Everywhere else, it's, you're, you're one or the other, but the ultimate centrist song. Yeah, I felt bad at the beginning of the episode for calling fans of heart old, because I know that's mm-hmm. not true. I know that, and you know, you can be old and you can be young at heart, you know, and that's mm-hmm. why they call it that. Mm-hmm. But then I scroll down to the comments at the end of the song, and I don't know what's happening to the fucking computer, because there's the top comment is from a user named Cindy with no picture four years ago. It just <laughs> and Cindy just says, love to have a karaoke after eating bone. Hell yeah. What? Henry 317. Can somebody take a- Gam Gam's phone away? Henry 317 also four years ago says, the day did I hurt the Harrods sing it was love at first sight. And those are the only two comments about the song that the most famous album of the band they put out. Their only comments for this one is. How is Babby formed? Can you burn a Luigi board? Yeah. Henry, please help us. Can I use the rhythm method of birth control to not get Perganat? Oh, I tried to go onto... Cindy must have deleted their account because I I tried to go to Cindy's to see if, if they left any other comments. Nothing. Henry317 has one comment and it's this one. Yeah. The day that they heard the Harrods sing, it was love at first sight. I like to think it was. For, it seems to be at the, the same year, so I'm I'm imagining that they're like married, and like Cindy was getting interested in expressing herself about yeah. uh, her favorite band for her 100th birthday, and Henry was just like trying to be a good husband and like wanted to get involved too. Yeah, this the one love to have a karaoke after eating bone has one upvote on it, and it's from Henry 317. Exactly, and he said the day that I heard the Harrods <laughs> sing, it was love at first sight, and then Cindy died of old age. <laughs> She didn't get to like it back, which is so sad. That's so sad. In the in the several seconds between that, like, she just couldn't make it back to the computer. <laughs> Rest in peace, Cindy. She we was, miss you every day. She 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 saw the she saw Pose Skadoosh, and then she had her she <laughs> a wry smile across her face. And she, <laughs> she, she passed away, surrounded by her friends and family, and a snake, and a girl character, and a big panda. <laughs> which i think is the cast of kung fu Panda. yeah something like that uh-huh. i'm pretty sure there's a snake and a girl animal and then poe right I, I i i would challenge you to name any other character is there a turtle or is a turtle like uh, the... is it is Uguay the turtle the turtle's like the sensei right let me let me see he's let the me... monkey guy oh there must be uh, a monkey so who's okay uh Oh, oh my god this is okay 
So there is a snake, a monkey, a like kind of like a a rodent type figure. Um, I don't know. Then there's a tiger and a crane. So these are all like the styles, you know, like like crane style stance and so on, right? Um, fucking Michael Clark Duncan. Duncan was in Ian McShane is in this. Oh, he's Ian Tai Mc- Wong, an arrogant and aggressive snow leopard who was formerly Shifu's adopted adopted son, which is D- Dustin Hoffman, by the way. It's it's like I I genuinely I know this is this is hack, right? But it's like I'm just imagining the person who's like, wow, I wasn't gonna see Kung Fu Panda, but now I know that Seth Rogen plays Master Mantis, a dry humored Chinese mantis. I'm in there opening night. I was looking you know at the I mean? Furious Five cast, and it's like, okay, Seth Rogen, he's a star. Angelina Jolie is Master Tigress. Perfect. Lucy mm-hmm. Liu, Master Vipers. Let's go Vibes. Jackie Chan is Master <laughs> Monkey. Understood. Yep. The fifth one is David Cross. Mm-hmm. What? As Master Crane, a pragmatic and sarcastic red crown crane. So. Okay. I James Hong is Mr. Ping, poses up to his father. I feel like James Hong has been in every movie that's ever existed. Yeah. Like somewhere he's there, even if he's just in the background, he's there. Uh huh. That he's that was it. what I, that was what the the whole like strike was about is that they wanted James Hong in more movies. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. like really hard for him to do, so he was trying to figure out a way to do it. Oh, I knew it. I went to his selected filmography. I knew his ass made it all the way to Kung Fu Panda Four. He is he is yes. scheduled to be in it. Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. I'm I'm there. I'm not gonna watch the other three, but I'll be at this one opening night. Hell yeah. Um, um Aquafina is in this one. So okay. be prepared for that. Ian McShane is also returns. So That's fine. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about side B of the album? I mean, it's only 94 minutes. That's true. Well, bef- before we do that, let's hold on. Let me see. I, I Let me pull up. You've seen all yeah, of them, though. Let's right? take a brief. Diver- no, I've only seen the first one, but I will watch the other ones. Okay, hold on. Kung Fu Panda. Has Kim seen Kung Fu Panda 2? I'm just wondering. Kung Fu Panda Letterbox. Let me just pull that up in a tab and save that for later. Uh, yeah. Let's check in with the Patreon.com slash Game of Thrones. If you like, you can donate to us. Uh, $1 a month gets you all of our bonus content, including Words and Deeds, which is about strand-type video games uh, <laughs> that I talk about with Brooks, and uh, various Kojima products. Um, Carry Me Home, that I did with Kim. I say he did, but, you He's, know. I'm he, we're, hearing, we're hearing word. We may need to revisit my, the... Uh, my glass of water that's on my desk is starting to shake and vibrate rhythmically. Something big is coming. The only thing, though, is I have not even seen a single image of Sonic the Hedgehog 3. No. Like, I I have no idea when it's coming out, if it's coming out. So, I don't know. We'll... You know they're going to have that orchestral style. It's going to go so hard. Okay, I went to the page, and it's like... Yeah, okay. It says Jim Carrey is in it. Like, it's on the Wikipedia page. So... It's probably true. I don't know. It's probably true. Or do you think it's going to be one of those things where he, like, dies in the first five minutes? You know? No, he's... No, he's... If anybody's dying, it's fucking Shadow's wife, Maria. Mm, okay. <laughs> I like how, additionally, Shadow the Hedgehog is set to appear in the film. It'd be <laughs> cool yeah. if he was also voiced by Jim Carrey. That that would be pretty cool. Yeah. They well, but, either... but I feel like then they would be doing like a <laughs> ah, the shadow and I'm cool. And it's like, no, shadow is cool. 
No, but. yeah, they should they should make like somebody actually cool like Chris Angel do it. That yeah, like a cool mind evil freak guy, like Chris Angel. Exactly, Chris Chris Angel. Big the Bam- cat shows up and is like levitate me, Shadow. Bam Margera, you know, like someone. Yes, kinda, sir. Just just a little bit twisted. You know, like someone who's gonna slap okay, his Okay, but like, okay, he 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 introduces himself by like rollerblading down Radical Highway, and, and you hear the fucking '96 Quite Bitter Beings riff come in. Come on, that yes, that's that's at least four stars, regardless of what happens yeah. in the rest of the movie. He and he and Sonic both like obscure the the moon as they both cross mm. in the in the sky. Like, yes, okay, okay, yes. I'm back on board. Not that I was ever off, but I'm like firmly strapped in now. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh yeah, three star special where we watch the most average. We watch movies. Kung Fu Panda two or three or four. We're we'll gonna see. watch Kung Fu Panda two, three, or four in addition to our next one, which is the unbearable chaos of the Shadow Emeralds or whatever the, <laughs> the movie's called. Um, yeah, it's the Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal movie that's called uh, "The Love of Having a Karaoke After Eating Bone." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so look out for that sometime soon. Uh, $5 gets you all that, plus shout outs at the end of episodes, and you can request music for us to listen to on this very podcast. Uh, and $10 gets you special user status in the Discord and something else that I remember we have to come up with every time we record. Yeah, we're so busy. We 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 have to watch one movie every month, and that's like... And, we're, and we still have time in February, and we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we have kind of our plates full with, pl- and February, you know, even though it's a leap year, it's like a shorter month. So, right. Like if we don't watch a single movie in that time, I feel like that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. And we're, we're both trying to do the Oscars death race thing where we watch all the Oscar nominees and we're working really hard to get there, but we're not mm-hmm. quite there yet. I've, I've probably seen two of them. Yeah. I don't know. That's fine. I'm not, you know, uh, my, my, it's like, I don't think I need to be like, hmm, I need to see all of, all of the films to get a firm understanding of which one is most deserving. No. Of it's like, if I saw it, that means it should win because I like it. Yes. You yeah. Know? You just need enough to see one that you like that you can root for or one that you hate that you can root against. Exactly. So like watch, watch Maestro and you can root against it. It's great. Exactly. I'm going to, I'm going to be like, damn, this shit should not win. Um, exactly. Uh, at the Oscars, which I will be watching live. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Thank you. Um, what do we got next? I'm, Why, I'm sorry. Lightning I'm... and wine. So this is what I thought most of the album would sound like, which is like the soundtrack to Days and Confused. Um, yes. And yes, yeah, that's kind of the... that classic, like good old rock and roll. Yeah. yeah I, I don't mean to be like a mummy corpse boomer about it, mm-hmm. but there is definitely a lost art to like the opening of side B. Because this really, mm. this is, you know, you end with, with Dreamboat Annie. It's it's very sparse. It's very calm. Mm. This is flip that shit over. Rips are, riffs are back, dude. Down, the cowbell down, is here. Down, 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 down. Like, yeah. yeah, dude. Brooks, you're going to have to look up whether White Lightning is like Coke or a car or like mm. what she's talking about. And you'll eventually mm. find out that apparently that's what people call moonshine. So it is a drunk driving song. Yeah. Okay. That, okay, good. <laughs> It was allowed. It was not only welcome, it was allowed back then. Yeah, exactly. You know? So you were just able to do that as long as you were, like, careful enough. Cars were much safer back then. Cars were 10 mil. Every car back then was what the Cybertruck is I now. Was and everyone, <laughs> everyone, Cybertruck. everyone acts like, oh, it's so deadly. Like, no, your, your parents are like, they don't make them like they used to. That's why they want a Cybertruck. Uh-huh. 
Not for any of the modern features, but because they want to drive the most dangerous slab of metal any human can find right. at 85 miles per hour. Then the, the reason bike. that we have like a graying of America crisis is because every Friday, every man in America would get off work and try to like slam their truck at 100 miles an hour into like the wall of a Sears. <laughs> but like the car was so safe that they couldn't do it and they had to survive and live to be 100 million years old. Exactly. They would just blast through the entire mall and then come out the other side and be like, damn. American built Ford tough. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Damn, I hate Gerald Ford. They I, hate, I hate or love Gerald Ford so much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's about it's about drinking and like white lightning and wine. So there's a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of it's like low class and highbrow, you know? Right. Yeah. Kind of kind of showing the, the two sides of the same heart if you think about it. Wow. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now, uh, okay. Now, when uh, when Anne or Nancy says, "Oh yeah, we all laugh," aha, what a gas! Watching you chew on the bones. Okay, maybe that's what Cindy whoa, 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 was talking whoa, whoa, whoa. about. Cindy is uh, Cindy. We are so sorry for doubting you. You are a true hearthead. She was you on the are... wrong. She's just on the wrong side. But you know, when you get a certain age, it's hard to navigate this web. We've talked about how genius has a bad interface. Like it's not her Wait, fault. Hold on. What comment? That was on. Okay, that was on Dreamboat Dream Annie. Annie. Love to ha- love to have a karaoke after eating bone. Okay, what a guess watching you chew on the bones. So maybe it's like chew the bones is like being being with your crew, you know? Yeah, like like you're hanging out with your pals, and it's like that yeah, was fun. Like Let's chewing go chewing do- with the bones. Like chewing with the bones. That's like feed it to the cows, kind of. Yeah, smoking in the girls' room. Yeah. So so add, add, ch- chewing with the bones. That's when you're like with your with your day ones. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, you're throwing up the ones together. Exactly. Outside yeah. the Sonic Drive-In. Yeah. Okay, Cindy, we are we apologize. I, this is like we're gonna have to do a whole YouTube apology for this episode. Yeah, we're gonna have to sit on the couch and not shave for a couple of days. And it's like, been like I would like to if if both LaGuardia, LaGuardia Airport and Cindy were offended by my previous statements, then that's their right to be offended by what yeah, I said and I not apologize. Understand how Cindy might misconstrue the actions and how that might cause her distress. Yeah, I. I understand that cindy may feel upset that we made a joke about her dying immediately after posting this message on genius.com but that is her you know and also that other guy whose full name and picture we talked about on earlier Mm -hmm. you're i understand how you might not like that and if uh you can also let us know by uh joining us on patreon and then sending us a message after becoming a patron after paying one to ten dollars uh we will apologize <laughs> just just yeah for twenty dollars a month i will apologize An apology tier yeah I like yeah, that. yeah where you tell us what you want us to apologize about and we'll do our yeah. best to uh to we make need it to happen start getting you. ruder and more riveled so that more people want <laughs> us to apologize exactly uh Anyway, that this song's about drunk driving. So, yeah, the song you know, is about in the morning light. You didn't look so nice. So it's about like making the man do the walk of shame due to ugly. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's yeah, exactly. I yeah, like the next it, song though. Parentheses, love me like music. And parentheses, I'll be your song. This one's nice. It's it. it sometimes you gotta go where everybody knows your name. You so know? it's like I I was a bit a bit weary of this one at first because I feel like songs about singing songs are kind of on the same about how much you love rock and roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's it's saying like I I am the music in, in your life and so on. You know, which which I yeah. can accept. So um and it's it's about having a song with your sweetie, which 
mine and Kim's is uh, Painkiller by Judas Priest. Yeah, absolutely. So. Kim told me that. I didn't even know yeah. that. I thought that was only a Kim decision. Yeah. Um, there, there, I, I feel like we've been avoiding, uh, you know, like, we, we are engaged now. And we're talking about wedding stuff, and it's Hell like yeah. you know how some people want to plan their their first song that they dance together in front of all their friends and family, which is a normal thing to do, apparently. Right, I have um, heard that. And we haven't talked about it at all because it's going to be Painkiller by Judas Priest. Yeah, so, absolutely. Twice, and then it's like the like, DJ is like, "Oh yeah, but what about like the first dance, like with like your parents?" Yeah, also mm-hmm. Painkiller. Yeah. Painkiller, Judas Priest. Uh, throw in, uh, throw in I'm, one, for- get low, Lil John, just to get everybody <laughs> out there one more time. <laughs> yeah. And a couple more painkillers. For, for you, you know the traditional father-son dance? That's going to be Ziggy Stardust <laughs> by David Bowie. Um, but but yeah, he's going to be sort of like playing as he also dances with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we got the father-son dance coming up. Ziggy Stardust. Next, we have the son and father dance. They're going to dance to uh, Whisper Song by the Ying Yang Twins. Everybody, right. please and get to your And a special surprise for the groom. The father of the groom has requested <laughs> a father-son cypher. It's yeah! Called... <laughs> it's the fucking shook ones beat. DJ D-Rex, spin that shit! Spin that shit! <laughs> hey, yo! Oh, that, yeah, hold on. Let me, let me jot that down. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> So I like, so the way that I understood the song Hmm. is, you know, she's singing about man up in town, putting everyone down. It kind of feels like it's, uh, it's like dark sided Richard Corey. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, we all know and love Richard Corey where everybody's like, that guy's cool. And then he goes and domes himself for some reason. And Uh we're all like, we're all like, I'm in 10th grade and this is crazy. Yeah. This is so good. Mm -hmm. But this is sort of just like this. Here's. We hate dark-sided Richard Corey. He's an <laughs> asshole. And then he, like, goes home and jacks off, and it was awesome. It was fine. It was good. Yeah, he was what? mean to everybody, and then he went home, and he, he, he tore one off and had a great time. <laughs> kind of a running theme through this uh, this album, if you right. think about it. He was know. sort of using his own rhythm method of birth control on exactly. himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's um, what the song's about. I don't know what else to tell about. you. Next, we have Sing Child. Um... Which is about being a, a melody maker and a giver and taker and singing and saying funky monkey, honky tonky and shit like that. Now, I was um, reading a little, I was trying to learn a little bit more about sing her. Child, sing. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. pressed by her sister, Nancy joined the band and relocated to West Vancouver. Wilson recalls that some of the guys in the band were initially resistant to her joining and insisted she auditioned by sitting in periodically. She was given mm-hmm. an assignment to work up to, or she was given the assignment to work up the introduction to the Yes song clap. And she learned mm-hmm. it, and then the next night she was made an official member of the band. Yes mm-hmm. is, like, exactly what Sing Child Sing sounds like here. Yeah, yeah. They are yes respecters for sure. I mean, how can you not be? Yeah, you know? and then when the, when the flute solo comes in, forget about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the pad flute! <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Hit me with that shit. I want to see who's credited on this song. Who's, who's, uh... Ann Wilson! Wow. Okay. All right. Perfect. Multi-talented. Yeah. Uh, th- but that's also the thing, like, if, I, I feel like it was probably, like, okay, in, in school, like, Anne took, you know, music class and was, like, assigned the flute in the band or whatever. Sure. And I, I totally get this because, like, if I had some, some hidden talent and I was, I was just playing, like, guitar in the band, I'd be like, guys, I don't know, I feel like this one could use a little bit of glockenspiel, you know, like, Yeah, uh, you know. If you need maybe, anyone on, maybe on little, the mo- like- on the marimbas, let me know. Yeah. Be, Do you I need somebody easily... to add a little painkiller to it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm playing the painkiller intro on the marimbas, and everyone's yeah, exactly. just going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I um, um mm-hmm. I was so in. I had this is uh, a rare like you know aside based on the actual song, but I like I couldn't place it, but I knew that I there was a funny song in my brain somewhere where like the people singing the song like say flute solo out loud and then a flute solo starts. Were you thinking of Anchorman? No, I was. Okay. That was one of the options, and I was like, but there was like I do remember when he like he he puts his head under like the bathroom stall. Mm-hmm. Which is like funny, and that happened to me at Minionland yesterday, which was less funny. And I don't like it yeah. when the little the little kids like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm crawl gonna t- into your shit, and it's like, no, yeah. you're not. Yeah, I'm in your underwear now. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm like, get it. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I found out it was from the the Barats and Beretta theme song, which is from mm. which was one of my early classic YouTube guys that I would watch. And I just wanted to okay. ask, do you like it? When you look up a video that you liked in like ninth grade, and then you see that it was posted eighteen years ago, do you like that? I I, I don't, liked but, it. I liked it when it happened to me I, yesterday. I, 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 I I'm smiled. just gonna do something. I know this is. Let me just do this for my and and I feel like most of our just listeners. Pull up your can. favorite, you know, like Ask a Ninja video or like um, your, uh, you know. Because I remember back in the day when it was like, wow, this video was posted eight years ago. I can't believe YouTube's been around that long. So, I I don't know if it was originally posted on youtube but i just looked and leroy jenkins hd 1080p that version was uploaded nine years ago that's no so i'm doing okay so the original it says blizzcon 07 leroy jenkins and that says 16 years ago yeah 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 um so that's cool Original um, Numa Numa guy uploaded 15 years ago, which I know I was, was actually I remember specifically watching that video in my eighth grade English class. Um, so that's awesome. Okay, See, yeah, I, I did. I went on Chase on Day's account, and mm-hmm. the original Chocolate Rain was posted 16 years ago. Which but Chocolate great. Rain had me dying when I first saw. It. Do you? Do you remember? <laughs> I, I thought that shit was so funny. He moves away from the mic to breathe. It's funny. oh, it's so funny. I um he was man, spitting though like I really I was I think we've talked about this on the show before but there I really was the kid who was like you know if you listen to the lyrics it's actually about like chocolate rain is like a metaphor for like oppression like it actually has a much deeper if you if you just overlook him moving away from the mic to breathe in like <laughs> he's really saying a lot of introspective <laughs> do you stuff. remember do you remember the South Park episode where uh, the boys meet like various internet memes like dramatic I... chipmunk I even remember at the time I was what like thirteen. I was like, "This shit sucks." That was, <laughs> like, I think, I think sincerely, like my actual turning point on South Park was like because Tazon Day just shows up and looks at the boys and says, "Chocolate rain." And yeah, and, and like I, apropos I just, of nothing. Like, I feel like that definitely that was probably one of the first times when I like consciously realized that media could be bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It was like that, and then when I saw This Is 40 in theaters, like, those were the two <laughs> yeah, that I was yeah. like, I think I I think I should be become a discerning media consumer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, next we have How Deep It Goes in the Death Slot, and um, no disrespect to Hart no, and little, the Wilson sisters, but it's, it's not a good spot. Fault. It's a good spot to put it's this It's a good on. spot for it. You know, you like, know? A, a big disrespect to the various Michaels who managed them at the time, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. released this one as the lead single to the radio. I saw that. I could not believe that shit. You have, you have Magic Man crazy on you, and even even like a sing child at the time would yes. get some some radio play. You know, 
like this is this is this is widely considered the first women-led hard rock album. This is going to do so much for women in hard rock, and you're put put a slapper on the radio. What are you it, doing? It's yeah that that's a big that's a flub if if I've ever seen one. Um, to be completely honest, yeah, with you. that was a runaway with me level flub. If I, anything, it shows it shows the strength of the rest of the group that they were able to recover from this and exactly, yeah. <laughs> When 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 you're wronged in such a way that you do have to go and write Barracuda in your hotel room immediately, which did happen. <laughs> yeah, but but you know it's like it's like those hardships that breed. You know, in those times is when you like come up with your best material. So yeah, um, just a real. I I just pulled up the genius page for how deep it goes. The the you mm-hmm. might also like. You know, we we enjoy talking about that sometimes. But genius is suggesting me to me. Love me like music. I'll be your song from this album. Dreamboat Annie reprise from this album and Without Me by Eminem is sort of the the three that I have the exact same ones. So I really I really want to know how this works. Yeah, it really seems like Calvin Ball. Or the only thing is that the only time we use Genius is when we're talking about songs together. So it just has our exact like they know what shit we're clicking. They know we go on the Eminem lyrics pretty often. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so go to, go to Dreamboat Annie Reprise for a second and I'll tell you what I got, what I might also like. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Let me, let me pull that up real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. How Deep It Goes by Heart, which was just there. Uh-huh. I have Alone by Heart okay, and Fast Car by well. Tracy Chapman. That is correct. Yeah, me as well. Okay, we're locked okay. in. <laughs> Viewers, go to these genius pages and let us know what you Yeah, have. play along at home. I, is um... this, is this real or is it bullshit? Let us know. The last thing I would like to say about how deep it goes is I really like the the stanza that's like, someone turned on the dirty blues. I know you don't like the blues because the words are always the same. Like, why don't they write the blues about happy stuff for once? Why? Did you ever yeah. notice that they only sing about being sad when it's the blues? It's like, I, I, I'm enough if it, like, Throw um, a pie I like, once in a while. I like the riffs. I like, I like the rhythm, but can these guys just cheer up a little bit? Put it, smi- honey, put a smile on that face. Yeah, smile, you know? sweetie. <laughs> exactly. Like, maybe have you decided not being blue might help you. Yeah, exactly. Know. So, yeah, I, I, this is definitely the song that has the most, like, purple prose. So mm-hmm. I could see me be, like... I could, if I wrote this song, I could see this wanting to be the lead single if I'd written it, rather, mm-hmm. but, like... Any any competent manager or bandmate should be like, no, the sexual ma- magician one is the one that should be going out to the various payola departments yeah. that uh. So that so how deep it goes? It's like, and we got like six songs about you fucking a magician on here. Like, why don't we use one of those? Like, yeah, we <laughs> there's got, a lot to choose from. We could call this album "Sexual Magician." It hasn't been what, stolen yet. Are we doing the song about the sexual magician or about you on a boat? Like those are our options, and we're gonna go with how deep it goes. Okay. All right. No well, let's let's put the ten options on a wheel, and it looks like thirty percent of them are the. Oh, okay, it landed on one of those. So yeah, what, okay. it's gonna be Dreamboat Annie. Well, I guess that's it. Uh, finally, Dreamboat Annie reprise. Um, yeah, rule Dreamboat of three. The nickname has been established for sure. Mm-hmm. She yeah. It. Um, and it's like, oh, you know, I I, I didn't want to call the album Dreamboat Annie, but the label was really like, you know, you should go for this. And they had us change the name of three different songs yeah, <laughs> as well to kind of uh, push that. I that just, idea. yeah, I like Dreamboat Annie is like, it's, it's pleasant, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, and I, I honestly, they, they bleed into the next songs very well. Like I love when the first Dreamboat Annie like goes right into the, the crazy yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah. It fucking rules. But like. It's you know I guess I would understand if like I opened up the love below and there were three tracks on there that was like hey ya fantasy child hey ya and hey ya reprise yeah because like <laughs> you do want when you go to a concert you know you want it to be like thirty percent your favorite song it's just mm. like 
I don't think Dreambo Danny is my favorite song. Yeah. If there were three versions of Magic Mac on here, I like I think that I would like that. That'd be yeah. Magic Man Reprise, you know. Yeah. Still magic still magical. Magic Mike um, Fantasy Magician. Exactly. Um so that's Dreamboat Annie by Heart. Uh great record. Yeah, great record. Th- Thanks, girls. Um, <laughs> what do we do next, Slap City? Yeah. Um, let me scroll all the way down past song two hundred and eighty two. Yeah. Uh, I went first last time. Um, so you're up. I think, honestly, like the long arc of my mission on the show is to get every track that I like from Guitar Hero 2 on here. Mm-hmm. So yep, I think... Just knocked over my mic. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. Um, so I think uh, I think this this time uh, I'm going to pull Message in a Bottle by The Police. And I'm going to put that oh, one on Slap City. Oh, okay. Message in a Bottle. Sting's got kind there. of a funny voice on that one. It's fun. That, that song, that's a song that like... A crazy on you is both equally hard to play on real guitar and plastic guitar. Yeah. Message in a bottle is fucking impossible to play on real guitar. Oh yeah, it's so, it's so hard. It's pretty uh, easy on on buttons, so I would recommend it yeah. on buttons if you can help it. Um, so you know what? I'll in the same same gimmick. I'm gonna pull up a Wikipedia list of songs in Guitar Hero. Okay, and I'm gonna go through and see what I want to to throw on. You know what? Uh, because we mentioned it, I don't see at least me picking this anytime soon. I'm going to put Jessica by the Allman Brothers Band. Yes, sir. That was That was, I think, my introduction to, wow, a song can be longer than four minutes and a song cannot have lyrics. Like, at once. It's so good. Yeah, and I was like, damn, they just wrote a seven-minute song about a girl and it was just music. Also pretty Oh, no, I'm starting to understand. In the same same level, Frankenstein, Edgar Winter Group goes nuts. Yes, sir. That song's good. Um, anyway. Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan, no thanks. Get happy about something. Stop stop yeah. singing about the, 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 oh, the, yeah, the flood let's in Texas. Get some happy oh. going. Why don't you why don't you get happy about it and say it's like giving nutrients to the plants or something? You yeah, know, why doesn't John Prine sing about like the upsides of industrialization? Exactly. Like, we also got the Cybertruck, so Yeah, did you think about that? Think about that. Um at you love to hear it on Twitter. If you like to send us a question. First, we have from the Grunter's Gambit, friend of the show, Antigone Progony. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna ask a freaks and geeks question because I think Crazy on You was in there, but I looked it up on a soundtrack website to double check and got sidetracked because it hit me with this. What's going on here? Do you think? And this is an image from mm. um, Soundtrack.net, and it says TV movie information. This film came out April fourth, twenty twenty, and it says you're baking me crazy. Um, and it looks like to be a Hallmark original with two people standing in a Photoshop. Like a white uh, heterosexual couple. The woman is holding like a, an, a, a some sort of They're, small pumpkin or Are they pepper. tomatoes? Um, it's like it's, it's not a tomato that I'd like to eat. And she's sort of holding it in her sort of like cervical region. So what do you think this movie is about? Because I, I kind of knowing I'll, I can give you mine first if you want to take a minute. To no, sure. Yeah, please. Um, I feel like it's, let me, hold on, let me look at the image again. So I feel like they're competing, maybe competing business owners. And one is like, I'm both competing slaughterhouse owners. Well, one is like, I'm the vegan, you know, natural herbs restaurant. And Uh the other guy's like, I run the cow killing factory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was, she joined, she joined like a based dating app to like try to convert them to become woke. And he's like the based slaughterhouse guy. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, yeah, I'll go on a date with this snowflake. And, then, and like, then they find out that they're more similar than they thought when in the climax of the movie, there's like a child dying. And like his son is, is very sick. And the doctor's like, listen, the only thing that will help him right now is kale. And he's like, we don't have that anywhere in this restaurant because we're alphas. And then he has to go get like the kale from her. <laughs> and she pulls out her kale EpiPen that's just yeah. kale. And, and then she's like, oh, no, we can't like... We, we can't grow any more kale because the ecosystem, like, all the cows are dead and that we don't have fertilizer to grow more kale. So it's it's kind of like it's the, kind of like the, a retelling method, of the, um, it's a lot like know, the gift uh, of the magic. summer night's dream. Mm. It's mm-hmm. a, there's too many cows and their methane gas from their their farts are like killing all of the kale. So we do need to cull cows every now and then to save my mm. son. Mm. All right, so I'm going to IMDb it now and see how far off the mark we were. This movie came out less than a month after COVID, and you know that was that movie was hitting real good. Uh, aspiring, aspiring, okay, aspiring Portland chef, chef. Oh, port, that's, that's, if, if you're Pacific Northwest, you have a certain archetype in the Hallmark universe. Tries to win a food truck competition while the competition tries to win her heart. Aw, Oh, and it's like a mini series. Okay, I know. Not only has Kim seen this, she knows every actor in it. Like I just know it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Let me just pull up. Yeah, what's that got on IMDb? Exa- on Letterboxd. <laughs> okay, it is a TV movie. My bad. It has exactly <laughs> one fan and three stars. All right, so you know, that's the that's what it averages. Like, um, so you know, uh, next well, from. Just- a- from friends of, oh did you have more to say about your bacon I just wanted and crazy? To, like when you're a pro you can see like the tropes that are in this mm. you know it'll be it'll be like you know sad movie the, the, embracing the lyrical loneliness that kind of shit mm. this one is tagged full penetration so that is cool that yeah awesome yeah cool what's the next question um next where am i next we have from alex a friend of the show at hot goth alex on twitter says which character did you play as in guitar hero and did you also have a crush on the girl characters yes Yep. <laughs> um, I feel like I be I was so much the like I only care about the the hard rocking gameplay that I don't really care about who represents me on the screen. So I would just be like the guy on the cover every time. Yeah, you were probably Ax- I, Axel Smash. Was that his name? Axel Steel. Axel Steel. Axel Steel. Okay, they did have Judy Nails, so she was there. I um, was. I'll be so honest. Uh, Casey Lynch wore a bikini, so I was like, "What's up?" Yeah, I, I, Lars Umlaut, I did switch to. That was when I was watching a lot of Metalocalypse. That's Metal-Oc- when I became more of a classic rock guy. I switched to Winston Groom, who's like the I'm the John uh-huh. Lennon. And I feel like I would just play as one guy through the whole thing, and then when I beat the game, I'd be like the Grim Reaper or whatever, you know, or like the, the Grim the Ripper. Do you mean the Grim Rip Grim Ripper? Yes, that's that's yeah. what I meant. I'm sorry, that's I am right. never playing as Brett Michaels. That is not happening. No, why would you? Uh, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was my... Ah, good game. Da, da. I bet the AO3 Guitar Hero 2 stuff goes crazy. The the, the Guitar Hero universe. There's, they got Golden Gods. Um, Kurt Cobain? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I looked at the Guitar Hero World Tour. They got Travis Barker on this. <laughs> awesome. Man, I really should have um, stuck with this after after 2. And uh, finally, from Twitter user Not Important, uh, just says, God bless you two. So, oh, thank, thank you. you. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps that's Cindy. Yeah, C- Cindy. We're hearing Cindy a message Rosari. from Cindy. <laughs> oh, oh, they got God, Minotaur on here? Minotaur? It, it's not just like regular Minotaur, like from the Theseus shit. Uh, okay, like, I'm looking there. up uh, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. 
There are some mm-hmm. real names on here, like Austin Tejas and Arthas Menethil. Um, mm-hmm. And then Echo Tesla and mm-hmm. Minotaur. Mm-hmm. Which... This is this is this was supposedly released on Xbox 360 and PS3. Did you say Arthas Menethil? Did I do it? Yeah. I'm asking because that's the fucking Lich King in World of Warcraft. Okay, that's, yeah, I click uh, I click through also known as the Lich King. Okay, I got to get that game. That game seems I gotta cool. get that game. I and also, Echo, Echo Tesla. Is <laughs> oh, not... oh my God! Is is he is he like playing Frostmourne as his guitar? Is it like a a big almost, sword? Almost certainly, almost certainly. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's glowing Frost... blue. Frostmourne is fucking cool, dude. I don't care. It's like the Shadow the Hedgehog of Swords. Like it's just oh. cool. You know, look at that thing. Nah, I'm, lo- I'm looking at Echo Re- Tesla. What's up? Of replica Frostmourne. Um, all right, that's Amazon. I don't trust that. $600 from Etsy. No, thanks. I want the official premium. Okay, that is $1,500. It looks really good, though. Yeah. Um, well, you know, tax return's coming in soon. Yeah, th- this one is a one. It says one to one, but it's only it's only two eighty nine. It doesn't glow. It doesn't have like part. Oh, I'm sorry, it, man. So. All right. Oh damn. All right, maybe one day. Um, if you'd yeah, like me to buy cool. a frost a frostmorn uh, replica that I will use to to slay my father at our first dance. Yeah. <laughs> Just as he did to uh, his father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of that's that's the that's the Lich King. You know, the Lich King is like a type. There always has to be a Lich King. You don't have to tell me that, you brother. Know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, thank you to our best friend of the show right. and above tier audience, starting with Valerie W, Tufster McGee, the Master DS, Sylvie Bullet, so nasty, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Reliet, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Old Petey. MJ Jenny, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Looker and Nanu, Laura Randall, Lanini, don't you be a meanie, Labyrinth Enjoyer, Kiwi, K Darling, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Ducky Aisha, Derek. Great big sword. Oh, you could be Derek Frostmourne. That's a cool. Oh, great. Like, okay, yeah. D- that's fucking sick. David Whoa, Besser rhymes with lesser. Chris, hey, bro. <laughs> Caroline Savage, Bren Flakes, Brianna, Audrey Olson, Antigone Progany, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Alex Moomin, Aditya Kumar. Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noah Williams, Josh Veal, <clears throat> Joquisha Joestar, Elliot Valentine, Electric Gaunt, Destry Hawk, Kerskoat, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, Barrier Trio. Beep. <clears throat> I didn't hear it, but I felt it. It was there. So you have to believe. And me. Alex Shaw, thank you for your generous uh, donations. Speaking of um, speaking of uh, Josh and his articles, did you hear that uh, there's reports that Hot D may be returning as soon as June? Ooh, I thought it was gonna be like August. Yeah, there was some some HBO network guy was like mm, maybe June, which okay, is weird because I thought it. they were doing reshoot reshoots like through next month, but maybe it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I I feel like it's gonna be good. What could yeah. go wrong? I think not much. People good. people are gonna like it and not get mad at it in like the very first episode. Yeah, certainly. Least of all, Josh. I, I don't think we'll have any articles mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time for a patron pick. Um. And the other day in the in the chat, David Besser runs with Lesser got mad at us for not getting to his pick yet. Um, which is fair. So, which is fair. But I will say, just just you know, to even things out, we we got some that are uh, 
we got to blow the dust off of it, to be honest. With uh-huh. you. It's like, I don't even remember recording podcasts in the years when those were suggested to us. So no. Yeah. When I look um, at when I look at our topsters and I see like our first 10 episodes, I was like, there's no way we listen to acid rap on this show. <laughs> um. So this is the only time bullying will work on us um, because it was a bold decision and we have to respect it. Yeah. Uh, David Besser ends with lesser uh, picked. Let's see. Uh, for your willing writing to submit for your consideration, the album "Singles" by Future Islands. Uh, the album to which David Letterman once famously said, "How about that? I'll take all of that you got." So, okay, I listened to. I I never. I feel like I I have heard the name Future Islands before, but it was one of those things where I didn't know what type of group they were, so I just assumed they were like um the national or something yeah i assume i assume this is animal collective to me it's this is like uh, they, the music well, that like are... people in high school who like listen to real music I, that i was scared yeah. of I'm, i feel like well they, they are they are a uh synth pop based band based in baltimore maryland and i listened to a little bit of this album before coming on today and it's it's, it's good it's pretty good okay so all right I'll, uh, I'll, all right i'll listen to it i agree okay <laughs> yeah you changed my mind okay. all right yeah okay <laughs> yeah all right i'll, I'll go on. so singles by future islands next 2014 yeah, 2014. Yeah, okay. Uh, Tur- so turning 10 next month. Okay. Just eight, like David Beth- Besser's pick. Tremendous. Eight, a- 8 out of 10 from Pitchfork, which is now dead as well, much like Cindy, uh, left their comments <laughs> and then disappeared from this world, never to be seen again. So rest in peace to both of you. Um, I will be watching Kung Fu Panda 4 in her honor. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Cindy. Thank you, like, Darkness K or whoever else was writing, you know, comments on Heart. yeah. Uh, thank you, Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, thank you, uh, Mike Dukakis, for trying mm-hmm. to do whatever you tried to do to uh, Daddy Bush or whatever. Mm-hmm. Respect. Uh, see you in two weeks for this, and we got Chance Ball coming up next week. That's if right. If you want to hear, hear us talk about basketball children with magical pa- They're kind of magical men. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of... They're they're bobbing and weaving, and they're disappearing, and they're coming back, and they're shooting mm-hmm. beams. So there's mm-hmm. a lot there's a lot that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you then. Um... Give me some reggae. Give me some reggae. Thanks. Bye. Bye.